0: What's up, my miners of intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. Today with me, I've got my longtime friend and lacrosse player, John Clayton. Welcome to the show, brother.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Rick. It's nice to be here.
0: No, oh, dude, no problem. So you, one of the things I wanted to kind of talk to you about is this this epidemic that we have uh, coming across the United States. The, these fucking laxers, so to speak you're a lacrosse player how the fuck did you find that sport or did it find you
1: That found me um i have three older brothers and as you know rick we came from new zealand and when my oldest brother richard was about 16 years old so you know about a junior in high school he told my dad that he'd heard of the sport and he asked my dad he goes you know dad i want to sign up for this uh, lacrosse at school and my dad originally, first thing he said was, do I need to buy a horse? <laughs> and he thought he was talking about polo. Um, and, you know, from there, Richard got started. And then my, old, my next oldest brother, Michael, who's two years younger than him, started playing with him uh, around the same time. And, I mean, now it's all four of us are playing um, or had been playing, you know, during school and whenever Team New Zealand comes up. But, yeah, man, we just got started with my oldest brother. And next thing was history. And then we had four Four brothers all playing.
0: Yeah, did you guys, like, practice a lot at home? Were there ever any fights, I would imagine?
1: Yeah, we used to have, like, the fiddle sticks, so, like, the mini lacrosse sticks, mm-hmm. and we'd play that, like, indoors, and um, I wasn't crazy, like, normally the brothers try to get you to play goalie, but goalie is really for, like, the crazy people, mm-hmm. and I was not about to step into the cage. My brother had a really fast shot. It was, like, 90 miles an hour, and I was like, nope, <laughs> not gonna step into a cage for that, so... I avoided some of that, which was nice. I had one of my buddies, you know, he's one of three brothers as well, and they made his little brother play goalie. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, no, it wasn't for me. A lot of fights, but, I mean, mostly it was was fine. It was just like when we started getting inside in tight spaces and playing with fiddlesticks that fights would break out.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet. And so, like, the game itself originated. It's actually, what is it, the Iroquois Nation yeah, invented lacrosse, correct? Yeah. Are they like the fucking cream of the crop? If they are, because they feel they have their that's their own nation. I believe they have their yep. own passports, which were rejected. That was a big deal. But and I don't know how I know this, but are they pretty good still? Yeah,
1: they are. They're top, I mean, um, I'd say top three team in, in the world. Uh, you know, it's the U.S., Canada, and then really the Aeroquois Nation. So it's usually them, the top three, um, every world championship. They're, they're raw. And the cool thing about them actually is, so, you know, obviously, you know, New Zealand, big thing about that is doing the Haka. Mm-hmm. Um And the year I played, so about five, six years ago, we... Originally, we did just the haka, like the normal haka, and then that year we did we actually created a New Zealand haka for lacrosse specifically. Oh, that's sick! Yeah, using our lacrosse sticks, you know. And when we went to the tournament, and it was in Denver. Um, we actually met with the Iroquois beforehand, and we gifted them. We did the dance, you know, the the haka for them, the lacrosse haka, and kind of gifted them that as the creators of the game. And, um, and then they, in return, actually gave us, you know, a, a woodled, a wooden defensive lacrosse stick, like an, a. True original lacrosse. stick kind of gave it to our New Zealand lacrosse team, um, and we are playing around with them, you know. And these guys are all really good, and they're all cat like doing crazy catches. And the New Zealand guys are pretty, uh, pretty basic, you know. There's some good players, don't get me wrong, but they're not these top skilled guys like some of these Iroquois national players. And they're, you know, doing behind the back passes and behind the back catches. And I remember going across the field, and like one of the really good players, um, the three, the Thompson brothers. There's four of them. And he. I'm like asking to throw me the ball and I caught it behind the back and they were all like amazed they're like oh because <laughs> they didn't think we were that good so that was like a highlight um, and that year it was me and my three older brothers playing and then there was the four Thompson brothers on the Iroquois national team so we like took a picture with the brothers and stuff It's pretty cool that is sick and,
0: and Portland had but we had the, the Lumberjacks I went to yeah. a Lumberjacks game I do not remember the year. I think I was in high school, but I did not I had no fucking idea what was going on the entire time. Yeah. It was interesting. And there were there were people that are die hard, like real into lacrosse. I don't understand the rules. I just remember people cursing at the refs. I go, This is not much different than indoor. football or basketball. Yeah. Indoor. indoor
1: lacrosse is awesome because it's kind of like a mixture for hockey too and there's fighting involved. Yeah, 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 so you yeah, can yeah. get in fights and they start punching each other. Um, but I've actually got an interesting story about the Lumberjacks. So that was probably about when I was maybe in like fifth, sixth grade or so. And about that time, there was this player called Ryan Powell, and he was probably one of the world's best players. Mm-hmm. Played for Team USA, and he actually was on the Lumberjacks. And I was outside of my house shooting, you know, fifth, sixth grade, and just shooting on like this net. And then all of a sudden, Ryan Powell drives by in the car sees me shooting, pulls up, hops out of his car, gets his lacrosse stick out, and just starts playing pass with me no, right out front of my house. No fucking yeah. way. It. and it was like a highlight as a kid because he was you know, one of the world's best players at the time, and I was just like, no way, this guy just stopped. And that's like the spirit of lacrosse. You know. It's, it's one of those sports where people are always trying to grow it and kind of teach it and, and keep getting more of the attraction towards it. Um, you know, and kind of how we were talking about earlier, in the hopes of maybe become an Olympic sport one day. And it just goes to show you, you know, like people like him, like these top players are just pull over, play with the kid just to, you know, make it its day. So oh yeah, dude, it's a lot that, cooler than some of the athletes out there.
0: Yeah, I mean I think that's I think that's absolutely dope. Is it gonna be an Olympic sport?
1: I don't know, man. It's uh it's definitely on the debate. I think now with more countries being involved on in the world stage, it's it's definitely pushing there. I think we're still probably you know, eight years away, if that does become a reality. Dude,
0: I I fucking hope. Honestly, I'm going to just encourage you to start doing this right now. You need to fucking start training. Just, Mm -hmm. dude, just in preparation. Because if this becomes an Olympic sport, dude, you got to quit your job. (laughs) Just maybe use the bank of dad. I don't know. Just be like, dad, I am going to be a fucking Olympian. I'm making the New Zealand lacrosse team. And this is an investment in my future. This is how you sell it. Well, this luckily,
1: is, I think, you know, as long as I keep going, if I we had a year, like in eight years, I could just take a, a year of just training. I think I'd be good enough to be there and compete with them. I don't cause, think. Because, dude. I, it's like riding a bike. You oh, know. Yeah. oh,
0: yeah. There's, there's actually a fascinating, I think it's a documentary, and about these people that will train in really obscure Olympic sports. And then maybe even, like, if they're not good enough, they'll go, like, down, let's just, they'll use Columbia. Like, yo, give me citizenship. I want to join your right. Olympic <laughs> team, and I'm going to fucking be a power walker. And, th- and there was power walking, wasn't an Olympic sport. Like, dude, I would fucking do that in a second just well, to.
1: it's funny you say that because even in the world games for lacrosse that happen every four years, you're allowed to have, I think, about three non-passport holders on the team. <sighs> So you can have, you know, someone who's, I don't know, American born, but their grandma had a New Zealand passport. Mm-hmm. And so that through that descent, you're technically can be on the New Zealand cross team. So when I was playing, we had three other, we had me and my three older brothers. So four of us all had New Zealand passports. So we were fine. And then we had three other brothers on the team that were all like American and their mom had a passport. So it was awesome. Um, but kind of what I was really bringing up is, you know, the, it, Israel, so what they did is, you know, pretty much if you're Jewish, you can have Israeli citizenship. So a lot of the D1 U.S. lacrosse players, you know, are Jewish. And you get an Israel passport, you know, then you can play for Team Israel. So they were, they kind of came out of nowhere about like six years ago. <laughs> you never, you know, you didn't hear, hear of them. And then all of a sudden, boom, they like blew up and, you know, they started kind of recruiting these people or these players. And, yeah, they're, uh, they're a really good team, sh- um, you know, now. So probably top six team.
0: We can uh, do. You have a. Do you remember some of the names? Because the Jewishness is it comes from the mother. So I just think it'd be funny if you got like <laughs> you know Ishmael Stein and then like a John Adams. You know, <laughs> my name's John Adams. My mom or my my dad's. I'm, I'm sure no. there were
1: some. I didn't. I didn't see the roster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It'd be,
1: it'd be so interesting. There's definitely a couple John Adams on I, that team. <laughs> I
0: I've, I should I should do one of those DNA tests and figure out maybe if I belong to the uh, the lost tribe. And you might have to pull this up. There is a tribe of Hasidic black Jews. This was a fucking rabbit hole I went down on because I I just googled. It. I was like, man, are there any black Jewish? People? There has to be. But there's probably a lot of Africans or something. And then I was like, no, full black. I think they're from. Um, oh man, don't. Give me a second. Ethiopia. I'm gonna go with it. the lost tribe is Ethiopia. Oh wait, what is it? Black He? Yeah, Black Hebrew Israelites. Dog. Where's is it? Let me pull it. Yeah. Yeah. This is so crazy. Yeah, you know, I think they, they live in uh, <laughs> Ethiopia. Yeah, you can throw that on the big screen if you want to. But um, <clears throat> that was that was interesting. That's I I used to uh, do go down a lot of rabbit holes, and I'm gonna be honest with you lately my conspiratorial mind has been very active it's <laughs> something i've been suppressing for years cuz number 1 i'm an idiot and i'm I, you know i can't i i can't indulge in that type those types of things i was just on uh, a pod, my buddy's podcast roadhouse shout out to rody a roadhouse cast and uh he's a psychopath he's a, all about conspiracy theories and he got me going on one, and then I, you know, I started bringing up all sorts of like, Do you, you guys know about Bohemian Girl and his producers. Eyes oh, like, dude, he's yeah, so like, I'm not going there.
1: Oh <laughs> boy, lost too
0: much of my time.
1: You gotta have Kyle Menifee on the show then if you're gonna be a conspiracy he He's gotten me into. Although one I was listening the other day with Joe Rogan and the uh-huh. um, Alex uh, Jones, yeah, Alex Jones, and then you, you start. He's talking about like, climate change and. How if you think about where you actually have like a minimal impact and like it's really like the sun, you know, and really atmospheric and it's like, oh, OK, that's, you know, not far fetched. No, no. <laughs> so I found,
0: out, I found out about I was um, uh, I can't even admit this, but the reality is I, I was deep into this world at one point in time. And I found out about Alex Jones, like, in college. And my I lost days of my life just being like, wait, what? And the, and the creepy thing about him is he's a psycho, for sure. But if you start looking in, he's wrong on a lot of things. But for everything that he's right about, that's what's fucking mind-blowing to me. Yeah.
1: Well, I think what my problem with him is that he doesn't... He jumps around a lot, and yeah. so he'll try and use a point from something he's saying, and then kind of revert to something else mm-hmm. and try and tie that in. And it's like that you can't use that. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't prove have a your very point.
0: linear mindset. Yeah. It's going from, it's going from place to place, and that's a, I, you know, I got caught up into that. But there are there is a large segment of the population that is deep, yeah. is deep, and I I uh, I enjoy talking to those people. I love I love a good conspiracy it's, theory. It's
1: interesting the whole even the idea of like a deep state and stuff because it's like well. Would you, do you really want to get all caught up in it, or should you just live your life <laughs> and be the, happy with the day-to-day? That's,
0: that's what you have to do. The only change that you can generate, and I've said this a billion times on this podcast, and I'll fucking say it again. The only change that you really can generate is intrinsic change within yourself. If you can get yourself right, if we could all, if we all just truth. got ourselves correct, if we all just we started eating better and running more and lifting weights and worked on the personal. And then from there, expand out into, into other things become, and we all became financially literate. And, and instead of, you know, keeping up with the Jones as we concentrated on getting more assets and 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 forms of passive income and and whatnot. We'd all be in a much better state as a, emotionally, financially, and probably as a country. I mean, we're we're very divided right now. We were, <clears throat> and we're we're not going to get too deep into this, but we were. It's it's you know, fuck you. It's fuck you know, fuck. We got to talk about <laughs> these things. Uh, it's a very tumultuous time in the nation, but I think that the fact that we we do have a new president. And I think that that's probably the best thing for the country. But one of the things that I'm going to keep screaming about this is the fact that there is a website that is, it's the Trump accountability project where we're, we're trying to, people are making lists of people that supported Donald (laughs) Trump. That it should scare the shit out of everyone. That is yeah. one step closer. <laughs>
1: Did you see my meme? No, I didn't see it the meme. It took the super yeah. bad uh, thing where it's the guys like, people don't forget when you piss your pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I <laughs> said, people don't forget, it, you go to for Trump. <laughs> yeah, but at the
0: same time, we don't want to start no. making lists of them. because no, Just no, because no, you no. have a different, a different viewpoint or you, you like some sort of policy he has doesn't make you a bad person.
1: No, I agree. That turns you into a Hitler esque, and mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to avoid. You yeah, like, yes. getting, we got avoid... to well, so.
0: Yeah, We just need to, <laughs> we just need to, uh, we just all need to forgive and forget and play yeah, more And of move lacrosse. on together.
1: I think something you said that was important is, you know, working on yourself and intrinsic stuff because I forgot where I heard of it. It's like when you, you know, shine bright, you unknowingly like ha- like allow others to shine bright as well. Oh, know? yeah. So when you're doing well yourself and everything goes well around you, then people around you will, you know, be doing better as well. So. It's, you know, small steps, small things into the big things.
0: Yeah, small things. And and, and it's one of the things I I do want to say is we live in the best times ever, even despite the polarization of the political climate and whatnot. Like, dude, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already at an advantage over 90%, no, I don't even know. Like, I think only 1 billion people are on the internet. This, you should pull that up. I might be talking out of my ass right there, but not everyone in the world has internet, and I will make that claim and feel very confident. So if you're listening, if you hear these words, you're at an advantage. If you have a roof over your head, you're at an advantage. If you wake up and take a breath, dog, tomorrow's not guaranteed.
1: Clean drinking water. Okay, well, that was way off
0: on that. 3.4 billion people are on the internet.
1: How many do we have worldwide?
0: Seven. That's yeah, about
1: 50%. Yeah. That's actually shocking. You know, only 50% of people well,
0: have The, access the ones that are in the dark are the ones that are fucking living the dream. <laughs> it, was, it was 7.59 billion in 2018. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. And we're going to add a billion more.
1: People are always talking about, you know, most people voted, the most votes for a president this year. It's like, well, you know, statistically that should make sense. That as population goes up, so does the vote count. <laughs> I mean it was historic. don't get me wrong, but statistically it doesn't make sense <laughs> i just
0: i can't believe that uh, I can't believe that Georgia went blue. that is shocking to me
1: shocking, but I mean, if you look at it and even if you look at the map too, it's the the, the cities you know there's like, there's hearts of Democrats or people who are you know a little bit more educated i'd say but
0: <laughs> well, there's some educated Republicans. I, I, yeah, there know, is. I like. Of them. I semi like the Republican way. I Me like. I like conservatives, man. I like. I'm, a... I, I like, I I'm like, with you.
1: I An like... Anti-big government. I'm, I'm with. You know. I'm a libertarian. I always say. So there's a lot of stuff that conservatives do right. There's they also deal. a lot of things that do wrong. I just know. Like Democrats.
0: We were talking about <laughs> this idea. We were having a, a dumb idea right before, in the last podcast, to where I was like, "What if we just removed all?" And I think it's a very dumb idea, but it's brilliant. A stand behind it. If we could just remove parties. the parties, no, yeah. but it's just like it's. I'm Rick, and I believe in this, 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 and this, and these are the policies that I'm going to enact. And what do you think about that? If we could get rid of the team aspect and just run person to person, I think that you would have a lot of great idea. And if we just made it a contest of ideas,
1: yeah. But then how do you run like you know primary? I guess you just have because eventually you got to get to like two candidates. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't run a presidential. I mean. I guess you could have multiple people on the ticket and spread out the votes. I don't know.
0: I don't know. It'd be interesting. I, I kind of like the way our system works right now. I don't know why. I like the electoral college. I like yeah. it. I Maybe it's just because I was so entertained. I've been more entertained. <laughs> I have been, so, and you know, the, the worst part about this is, man, I fucking wanted Trump to like take, just to add to the stress level of everyone. Like yeah. I, I, dude, I was, he,
1: the thing is, if he had won, he was already talking about trying to rewrite the, the laws on serving a third term. Dude, <laughs> no nice,
0: dictator. Nice. Oh, well, dude, FDR, FDR, you know, he ran for, he got three terms. He died in office. Like this guy clothed in the full military might of the United States at its height, bro. We are we are full production. We are absolutely out producing the entire world we the tides turned in the Pacific the tides turned in Europe D days going on and this guy is basically like a modern day fucking emperor right now and he goes for a third term and wins by a landslide like he was uh, he was a very interesting character I, I'm, I'm fascinated by him because this guy he gave up a lot of he he gave us just a little bit of socialism because you've got all these ideas circulating the nation you've got bolshevik like a revolution going on in russia and there in the united states you've got communists so he gives just a little bit of socialism because he didn't want to give up too much. And he's just priming the economy. He's putting to people to work, to yeah, build all the jobs. The, and yeah. Public works. Projects. We've got parks. We got, the uh, what is that? The, um, Timberline Lodge built just to put, put food on the table of these Americans. And whether you like him or not, everyone kind of liked this guy because he gave you a little bit of food and that's, that's a guy you're going to vote for. And that's why I got that third term and it was glorious.
1: Yeah.
0: It was glorious. But again, we probably shouldn't have a, a third a third three term president, but if I was going to do it, here's how I'd do it. I would run
1: pay an american oh, No, we're not going to go down. <laughs> I am
0: never going to share that idea on the podcast. That's a bad idea. it's fun, <laughs> but what what I would do is I would go you and me i'm I'm president, you're vice president, obviously, I would want it to be. I would be like, let's say, a libertarian candidate, and I'd want you to be like a, a Democrat or something like that, something completely opposite. So now we've got, we've got this bipartisanship going, right? Like you and I are together. We're going we're gonna to form this. So you could be like Bull Moose Party. That'd be more badass. And we get, we get elected, right? Yeah. And once we're elected, we, we win the next election. Then I step back. Okay, and then you Switch run in. for president, all right, or I run one term, then don't run, and then you run another term, and then you become president, and then I run again as you and you're my VP, and we could extend that sixteen I think years
1: you, you must just get over it I mean why why didn't Obama I didn't do that? That was my question I was Dude, like, no, did no well
0: no one's they're not thinking outside the box bro they're 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 that's They're deep state. They're thinking inside the box. They're not. They're not. Maybe they're good people. First off, you should never ever want. If I become president, like a lot of bad shit's gonna happen. I'd
1: actually be interested to know: is it easier to win as an as an incumbent or as a new uh, president elect? You know. Well, I think I feel like it's almost easier to win if you're the new option because you represent change and people are like, oh, I'm kind of fucked this guy didn't do anything or? Well,
0: I, I'm I'm most excited about Biden winning because this is the first time in my life where we were only going to see a one-term presidency. That has never happened in, in, our life? in our lifetime. Nope. We were not born. The last one-term president, Did Bush Sr., Bush, was a one term? I'm saying four oh, years. Ago. Yeah, that's the. Yeah. This is the first time in my life that we've had a one-term president. Bush two terms. Obama two terms. Trump one. Who was before Bush? Uh, Clinton. Clinton. And he only had one, huh? No, Clinton had two.
1: Oh, he did. Yeah,
0: the Bush Senior had one. Clinton beat Bush Senior that's out. That's right. Yeah, so it's 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 very interesting. Wow. Yeah, so this is a historic moment for me. Like I'm jacked. I'm like, wow, this is a one-term president. We've I, never had that.
1: I feel like historically too, though, presidents do most of their their change and everything in the second, you know, term.
0: It's their first hundred. It's, it's the first hundred days. Generally, is when they get oh, wow. shit. They get the most shit done. Yeah, but I, I think it's also fair that we can't judge a presidency based off of. Like everything's too hot. Everyone's too emotionally connected to like the 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 man. It's after they die, or like a few, like you know, ten years after they've been outside of office, that people can really take a step back and objectively look at what they accomplished. Which yeah. I I I tried to do that with Trump a little bit because I think that I do I he do accomplish something. I, I, I do think I think that he is very pro-american i think he's done some good things i think uh, i i do like i like that he addressed the 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 trade deficit i like that he addressed that we're selling all our souls to china and all that stuff and i know to be honest like i kind of he's hilarious he's 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 a character and i also think it's very interesting the amount of just almost deification that the man had with his supporters, yeah. they is like they almost viewed pretty him as like...
1: God. pretty much.
0: It was very interesting.
1: I think with Trump, what we might get is access into more insight and in what goes with the job. He's probably going the one who writes a tell all or talks about the secrets that he learned in the White House, you oh, know, more so like, than any other president. This so is a, this is a good speculation. That could be, he
0: might go into media, yeah. he might, he might just build a media outlet he's going to get a massive
1: deal is it a lie or is it not that's the other thing you got to start thinking of because you know 90% of the shit he says is a lie it's going to be super interesting that's not necessarily true
0: (laughs) no 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 worries man this is a this is this show's a marketplace for ideas you can say whatever you want this free speech lives here and if anything you can tell that by the daylight savings gate daylight savings gate where I was, this just shows this is a, this is a metaphor for how dumb people are, and and I I was arguing with DeMarco about how glorious daylight savings time is, and. I was wrong. We're in standard time right now, which is glorious, <laughs> and we should keep standard time, and, and, and the, the daylight savings occurs when you jump.
1: You're just, see, you're just off on what you thought this period of time was. Mm-hmm. You still are in for the, the idea, but of not daylight saving time. Exactly. I'm in for daylight saving times. I think it should be permanent. <laughs> <laughs> Especially <laughs> living in Oregon, where the sun goes away.
0: So you just want to permanently live in daylight savings time.
1: I'm good with an extra hour of daylight. But I mean, you're
0: losing an hour of sleep, John.
1: How, how does that make sense? Maybe for like a week.
0: When you move the clocks forward, studies have shown. You watch the same video I did.
1: Yeah, but after a while, you're fine. He said it it was like a week. He's like, people will have trouble. It's like, or with the cost of business is like a week.
0: <laughs> I care about the people, okay? I care about heart disease. I care about sleep deprivation.
1: Yeah, but I'm see, I'm saying permanent daylight savings time. Like, they you only have one week. That's so only one. You're gonna kill.
0: You're gonna lose a lot of people when you do this. You're selfish. Yeah, I don't know. That's it, that's an interesting thing, man. But um, dude, what like in lacrosse, can I can I truck stick someone? Like if someone's running down. And they're running right at me or could i blind someone and like de them essentially
1: i mean it's the same idea as football you still have to be you know in front of that shoulder pretty much you mm. can get it like as long as you're kind of facing them forward and depending on the ref you know like you're not supposed to have your arms apart and use like the stick you're supposed to put your hands together but i mean depending on the ref you can kind of get away with or you just like hit him with one one arm like you use your stick but you just use like the butt end of it and you kind of like push him down like that i've broken a stick on someone though before whoa in the middle of uh the national championship game actually in college just snapped it right over
0: what's a no no move like what is like a dirty play in lacrosse what are some of the rules if you give the mm. listeners an idea of like how the game goes what are some of the It's t- like
1: high high hits are like the really the bad ones you know when you like you make the head-to-head contact or you hit him in the head i mean um, and
0: why, why would I why would I uh, hit someone am I just trying to steal the ball from them or I'm an idiot yeah
1: no you You just I mean you You know you're playing defense someone's coming down towards a cage and you know you use your body it's I mean defense you know I mean you know defense from playing football mm-hmm. and stuff you, you if any sport, like a stick, you're playing body first, and then you should play stick, you know, like, because otherwise you get caught chasing stick, and then someone just runs right past you. So you're trying to get good body positioning in front of them, and, you know, checking them helps you kind of push them off their path okay. of, like, where they're trying to go. Um, or, you know, someone's right in front of the cage, and you just clear the crease is what's caught called, and you just blow someone up because you're trying to get them out of the way of, like, scoring or something, so...
0: Oh yeah, so you can I can I can full on flat back someone, Yeah, no probably oh, yeah. Take them yeah. take them completely off their feet, yeah. And then exactly. customize or there shit talking. There's got to be. Oh yeah. Tons what are some good shit talking? Like give it give us an oh, example. Oh, the best
1: one was <laughs> when you're in high school. Was when I was in high school and you would lay someone out like some younger kid out and just really put them on their ass and just give them the welcome to high school. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah.
0: Nice. That's a good one. You, still, um, you still play lacrosse, right? Men's League?
1: Yeah, uh, Men's League. We didn't have it this year because of COVID, but it's supposed to start up again at some point. Men's League's awesome, though, but it's just a bunch of guys drinking, older guys. So
0: Yeah. And, and, and like, is there a lot of funding? Is, is is lacrosse still a club throughout all?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of D1 schools now that are funded, but uh majority of, I mean, like... College. Or I played at Colorado. I was club, uh, New Zealand's a club. So you know, you're paying to play pretty much, which is an interesting concept to play for your country and pay for it at the same time. But um, you know, it's also an honor to, to represent New Zealand. Uh, yeah, no, Division One have scholarships and all that, and they're thinking about expanding the Pac-12. That'd be that. I mean, creating a Pac-12 men's league. There's already a women's D1 league, mm-hmm. but if the Pac-12 men's went in Colorado, like most likely Oregon. Um, USC probably and a couple other schools would, would go D one, which would be cool.
0: I'm I'm like super down to add all sorts, of, and you know one of these days on the show we need to just do a podcast on like weird sports. There's a, that's not not that lacrosse is a weird sport, but like you've got ultimate <laughs> frisbee going on. I'm pretty sure there's ultimate a difference. Like, dude, I've never played it, but I think it'd be fun. Like
1: they had a club team at. Uh, at colorado when they were national champions too <laughs>
0: that's so crazy like you've got all these like weird sports or uh, obs- maybe obscures the better word and i hope that there's a path to where people can make money because i'm all about like if you look at like that's one of the reasons i'm not afraid of uh the automation that's happening is we're just going to invent new jobs like in yep. new industries like People can get paid millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars to play video games now. There's yeah. a professional, like, I'm like Twitch. The Twitch bloggers. bloggers the TikTokers. The fucking TikTokers. Uh, like, I don't want to guys be, dude, I'm a seven time Ultimate Frisbee. I've been to the Ultimate Frisbee Bowl seven times, a three time champion. Well, it's, it's funny
1: you say that, too, because me and Jessica, my fiance, are watching um, The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, kind of setting the pass. And it's just about this girl who's really good at chess. And then. She was like, you know, you know, she mentioned this. I mean, they don't, they don't really celebrate, celebrate as so much in our time as just being like the ultimate uh, or like the best in your craft. You know, like chess, like, like they're at a fan club and the people all, all over like what? Like no one would be doing that now. Back in the day though, you know, like if you were just that good at anything, it was to be celebrated, you know? And I feel that we don't necessarily do that in some of the obscure sports. Yeah, that
0: you're exactly, exactly.
1: Because so to be a master at any any sport, sport or any you know thing in general is is something that's pretty incredible
0: but we also have like a lot of these like you got the UFC right that used to just be held at uh, Indian casinos and and whatnot. And now it's a you know a main like weird play like Dothan, Alabama and shit. I think it was UFC two, and now it's a it's a mainstream sport. So there is a path, and I hope that that happens with lacrosse. I I just think it'd be dope for someone to make a living playing lacrosse. Like well, I, th- I think now sport.
1: too with the increase in technology and social media and stuff, and you know that gives us. Sports like lacrosse more of an opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen on Barstool Sports, you know, videos of lacrosse players doing a, there's like a quadruple behind the back play and, you know, s- streaming or social media companies like that acknowledging me, like, wow, look how cool this is, you know, shows the next generation, shows more people and more following. So, oh,
0: yeah. And there's, there's so many, that's another thing that I've been thinking a lot along the lines of is just alternative ways to make money. and money's not. It's not essentially, for all intents and purposes, it's not real. We only the only value that money has is a value that we give it's it. A it's a concept, right? It's not even backed by anything, so it's like, and you can just
1: print more of it. We, <laughs> we just, we just, <laughs> that's like, what I don't get. I'm, I'm sorry, how are we in debt as a country? Don't can't we just print no, no, more you, of you it. You know, print like that's a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's an inflation we go, but yeah, but but it, yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, that's a, a good. talking point actually it's like how the fuck are we gonna get out of debt Uh,
1: no idea well Well, that's you know it's funny because one one of my my, um buddies was you know he's freaking out about tax he's like oh democrats you know taxes are gonna go up you know more taxes equals bigger government and you know my rebuttal to that was well not necessarily because we're three trillion dollars in debt more you know so more taxes could also help us pay off our national debt Yeah, (laughs) It's one portion of it.
0: As long as, I feel like if everyone could pay their fair share of taxes, that would be, like, a good idea. Like, if we just had a flat tax, like, everyone pays 10%. There's no getting out of this. But
1: uh, But that's the thing is, it's hard to, people always say fair, and fair is a hard thing. That's that's an idea in my mind because, well, you're going to tax everyone 10% because... Even no matter what money you're making, you know, so currently we obviously have a tax-based or an income-based tax system, so it changes how much you're making, and then the idea behind that is like, oh, what if we just tax everyone the same rate? You know, that, that would be fair. But is it fair? You know, we're not chosen, when we're born, we're not chosen what we're born to, what color we are, what religion, what race, what, you know, how we feel sexuality-wise, and a lot of the time there's you know billionaires that are not self-made. You know, it's it's daddy's money and is it really fair for them to be taxed the same percent as someone who's earned their money, you know? I mean it's fair is a objective word, you know, or I don't know. It just depends. I I don't think it's I think that you know if you're making more money, you should be taxed higher because you know, it, it's, it's our, job, our job, job in the world, world I think, to look after your neighbors. neighbor. That's and true. I would yeah, rather live in a society where, where there's, there's nice, nice places everywhere rather than shitholes, you know, and, you know and, and, and and people with lower IQ, lower IQ just because they don't have access to better, better education. education. And, you know, it's it makes our, so our country so worse off. I'd rather see the United States of America as this powerhouse. You know, before I feel like we used to be way more of a of a world power. And now it's a little less so in us. Kind of investing in ourselves and our people, you know, just pushes us forward into that, that major player. I don't know.
0: I think I agree with what you're saying. I understand. I just I don't the 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 anti the counterpoint to what you're saying. Is you don't want to de-centivize someone from it's creating things yeah. exactly. So I don't know if a flat tax is the answer. I think that I'd it's, it's a mean, good start though. Like if if just, if tennis if 10% is good enough for God, then why isn't it good enough for the United States government? Yeah. In the wise words of Herman Cain, rest in peace, dog.
1: <laughs> and I'm all with that too. I'm not for giving free handouts to people. I mean, we've I had friends during COVID, you know, that are collecting unemployment and You know, I don't know, living at home. You know, it's like, do you really need to be collecting that much unemployment if you're not paying any rent? It's like, in my mind, no. So I think that with, you know, the handouts that are given from the the government, I think there maybe should be more research done on it. Or do these people actually need, you know, how much do they need? I don't, it's, that's tough. That's obviously a very hard thing to do. Um, Easily said and done, but I don't know. I I agree with you. You don't want to decentivize people from working because, I mean, the amount of people that I saw collecting unemployment and going, you know, this is better than working is, is ridiculous. <laughs> and it doesn't, people just don't have any incentive to try and get a job. So, yeah. It's tough. Uh, that's why I'm not in politics. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, I wouldn't want that job. Why would you want that job? No. I wouldn't want to be president. I wouldn't have, like, a certain amount of... percent. Pretty much everyone hates you, I think. Yeah, I mean, at least fifty percent of the country. Dude, is, is, is even having a president, is that even conducive to anything? Are we just too big? Should, should we have, like, a panel of, like, 12 people? I mean, that's essentially what you have with the cabinet. I know, as, like, a as a
1: capitalistic society, I think we really like having that one person up on top.
0: You know, I think so, too. Instead of
1: a group of people. We're like, yeah, we have that one person, we have the balance of powers, but... That one... One guy our leader. One of the
0: things I've been thinking a lot about lately is he's like, man, man, maybe it's time that I actually, like, really start paying attention to... We all have a very basic... If you ask the average person, I don't think that they're going to have a very good grasp on how our governmental system works. I really don't. like. I, I mean, I struggle with it. It's just, like, mass concern of, like, one guy like... Let's say is Trump, Trump, Trump wins, like, is the world's over, no, it's not, because you have the Congress and everything that ha- has to go through the, co- the House and then the, the Congress, see yeah, I could be wrong there. And then the president so gets the, Senate, the final... I mean, like,
1: uh, Biden can't pack the court without the Senate's, you know, votes, mm-hmm. and if the Senate's majority Republican, then they're not going to allow that to happen. Exactly. And historically shown, Matt shares this article, yeah. the U.S. economy does best with a Democratic president and a Republican-controlled Senate, historically.
0: Exactly. There's, no, I, I did have some... My stocks are up. I did have some... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at some facts right now. An executive order is a means of issuing of federal directives in the United States used by the president of the United States that manages operations of the federal government. The legal or constitutional basis for executive orders has multiple... Sort of, I could read that for days, but it's <laughs> not telling me. Um, <clears throat> but I don't know. It's the governmental system that we have here... I like it.
1: I think it's important for everyone to have an idea on it and to somewhat, you know, I try to stay out of it like in previous years and go, you know, I don't really claim to know much. But even if you don't, it's good to ask questions and it's your civic duty to vote. And even if you don't want to, it's like, how can you say you're not going to participate in an election and vote because you're still living in the society? You know, you... You can bitch and complain about shit that happens on day-to-day, but not really if you don't vote or participate in trying to make some sort of change. Right? And it's
0: cool as shit, too, because, yeah. like, the war, the drugs is winning the war on drugs now. It's awesome. It's official. Like, that's good. We're getting, we're getting, things are changing for the better. It's just, yeah. these are growing pains of the world getting better, in my opinion. I think that the world's going to get
1: better. I think that, I, things once, don't change overnight, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, look at, just right, equal rights, you know? We we have more now than we did 30 years mm-hmm. ago i think it's just a slow steady change you know as we start kind of getting closer. we definitely closer, need to sure.
0: be careful though with speech we also need to stop yeah. canceling people
1: but speech is like that's tough because where do you draw the line like I, there's a lot of talk about like the twitter stuff you know and, and free speech and blocking people and joe rogan says about alex jones um but it's like where do you draw a line of people Blatantly spreading lies to mass audiences, you know, like I, and there, I the thing about Twitter was like, you know, it's, it's fact checking. It's like this has not been proven true. And how can you have the president of the United States telling you know people who are going to believe him things that are lies? You know, where's the accountability on that? I mean, we should have the president be accountable. But who's
0: watching the watchers? Sir. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. that's so, so true. no. Do, what you that's just have true. to do is you just have to let it fucking. Just let, let it, it let it play out. It is a
1: public forum. You, know, so. you
0: just gotta let it go. You can't. I don't wanna. I don't wanna stifle. any dude, it just that's. It's one of those slippery slopes. And yeah. I I am a. I'm just a fan of. Dude, the more. Yeah, but, talk. but I'm a crazy person too. Like I I feel like if you wanna own a tank, you should be able to own a tank. I think if that's your dream is to own a tank or, or whatever. But that's why I shouldn't be present. I just believe in total freedom. Like like.
1: Yeah. I, I agree. To the I mean, extremes. People need to be able to speak. It's not going to be good to be silenced.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. You don't want to silence anyone. You don't want to. Like, if you want to be a crazy racist person, then dude, if that's what makes you happy, then go for it, sir. Pl- Plunge you know I'm actually,
1: with everything going on, I'm like, you know what? It's, I, it's okay to be racist. Just hide it. Just be afraid <laughs> to show it. It's definitely not okay. <laughs> it's not okay if I don't. If it's okay if I don't see it. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. It's like, if that's in your head, that's what I think about a lot of things in America is like. I think Trump Trump did is he he kind of allowed people's racism to show versus people used to be afraid to be racist. I'm not saying it's okay okay to be racist. It's It's definitely not okay to be racist, but like, just don't show your racism.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. You can own a tank? Dude, you just, you've just put me on a lifelong mission. Of getting, I don't even know why I want a tank. I just think it'd be cool to roll around. There was a uh, there was a video. Do you guys ever see that? I think it was either in Colorado or or the United States. Dude, this dude just had a fucking tank and was just rolling around. A like what? Yeah, he had a tank. It was like in the night. Dude, pull, see if you can find that. Um,
1: it, I've seen someone like make their own makeshift. There was also a
0: guy in Colorado, I think, also in the '90s that. Uh, barricaded himself in this fucking bulldozer and just went on a fucking may just just causing mayhem (laughs) running over fucking cars and shit he ended up dying like they killed they killed his ass real quick yeah Yeah. but still like the you don't see
1: the chases these days
0: anymore dude i mean you know what's what's really fucked up about me like i used to watch the, the whatever show that was where the guy was like they would show all the 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 uh Ta- tank rampage: A symbolic story turns twenty. Yeah, when, when where was this at? Will you, will you just read that to me, huh? In San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. They just wanted a tank rampage. What? What How a crazy it's... thing! Like, what is going through that guy's mind? Uh, have, it's you ever, over it, man. have you ever just seen the movie this. Michael Douglas falling down? No. It's oh, dude. It's about this guy that just fucking snaps. I think it's Michael Douglas in this film. He just fucking one day. He's sitting yes, in traffic yeah. and. He, he just fucking snaps, bro. He goes off. He just starts killing people. Like, I, I, I there's no point. I don't know if there's any point to the movie. Other than I loved it though. I was like, this is great. Um, but oh shit, I, I forgot my uh, train of thought. But I think we're talking about tanks, owning a tank, and uh, the oh the rampage of the uh, the bulldozer, the bulldozer guy. But yeah, I wonder what goes on in that in that mo- like if you think about it, that's a very interesting thought. Like, you know what? Today is the last day of my life. And Super interesting. I have decided that I am going to go out with a fucking bang. I'm getting in this bull. I'm going to barricade myself in this bulldozer. <laughs> Cause this is, this is a piece of machinery I've operated for 22 years and I love it.
1: Well, dude, I mean, I don't know if there was a documentary on Netflix about the guy who killed his wife and kids, you know? Yeah. I'm like, how do you just just, pull the trigger on that? How do you not think that through? You know, like, what what benefit is that you're going to be in jail or... It's a, it's, a, it's a crazy thought to me to wake up and just decide that day you're like, I'm going to fucking do it. i going to kill someone or yeah. I'm going to end my own life.
0: So it was June 2004. Marvin Heemeyer he- used an armored bulldozer to, oops. Yeah, he used an armored, uh, got it. He used an armored bulldozer to rampage in Granby, Colorado. He damaged many buildings and ended up uh, dead from himself. Oh, he killed himself. I th- I didn't know he killed himself. Known as a Killdozer rampage. Killdozer rampage. Yeah, that was a that was fascinating. I don't know. We were talking about that show. That's right. The, the the whatever the show it was where you could watch police chases and stuff. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? The cops or something. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't cops. It was um, um, it was. I don't, I don't remember the name of the show, but there was one episode, only one where the guy got away and I was elated. He was, a, yeah, he was, there were actually a few um, Live PD. Is that, I don't know if that's it, um, but he he used a, used um, a motorcycle. It's like one of those crotch rockets. Yeah, yeah. He's just zooming through and they, they, I don't think they had a motorcycle cop and he went into a parking garage and they, the cops all went in there, and he somehow got away. I think he had a getaway driver, and he just got into a car and drove off slowly. He got away forever. There was a few other guys on motorcycles that, that got away because they were just going so fast that it wasn't and worth anytime
1: it. Anytime cops was going on, Jesus, I was hoping the guy would get oh, away. Oh, me too, dude. I, <laughs> I always
0: rooted for the bad guy. I think that, I think that it would be—I can't imagine the amount of adrenaline you would get— from running from the cops i i i think it would be like doing 17 lines of cocaine and just like all that energy and just like it'd be, be, it'd be even better than that it'd be like oh, yeah. like I, I asked a guy who was a bull rider one time like what's it like and he's like it's a, it's like imagine waking up doing a bunch of cocaine robbing a bank and then getting away with it it's like that's what riding a bull's like, and I was like, dude, that sounds awesome.
1: Sign me up. That's kind of what I imagine. I mean, skydiving is kind of like that feeling. Uh, you drop, your are I'm that's going. Be that's one of the best. Go- in the have world. you done it? Yeah, um,
0: I've done it twice. Uh, I'm going. I'm going on my birthday. Oh, really? My dirty thirty, dog. Where are you doing? F- it? I'm doing skydive, or uh, sky dive Oregon, or something like yeah. that. Skydive yeah, Oregon. Yeah, yeah, skydive Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. I'm, I'm fucking doing it. When?
1: When, when are you? When's
0: your thirty? Uh, June thirteenth, dude. dude. Dude, well
1: if. You want someone to go roll with? Oh, dude, I'll dude with you. Uh, the
0: more the merrier <laughs> is the way I look at it. It's like go. $169. we will get a better I'll deal. Do
1: I'll do it easily. Yeah. I love, love. it. Skydiving so fun, man. It's like you get jumped out of that plane and that feeling of just – you don't get like the roller coaster drop of the stomach either. It's just like – intense feeling where you're just like, you like, you do anything. It's almost like you're too high to die. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, eh, it's not really real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to hit the ground. Well,
0: the way I look at it is like, I'm going to be hungover most likely because I'm going to, it's my it's dirty 30. No, no, just hear me out. So the adrenaline that I'm going to get from jumping out of that plane is just going to wipe that hangover. And if it doesn't, all right, that's, that's the plan. And if, if the shoot doesn't deploy, then my suffering's over. So it's a win. There
1: has been people to live from that. From falling out of the plane and their shoe not opening.
0: I'm going to have to like try and choke myself out. That's the best. <laughs> because as long as you don't tense up, I, I feel like you're going to be just fine. Ow. Yeah. You just, gotta, you just gotta...
1: It'll wake you up. Skydiving's fun, man. It's really fun.
0: Oh, yeah. I loved it. I gotta try. Have you bungee jumped?
1: No, no. I've never bungee jumped. That's the one thing I want to do, too. I'm down. Bungee jumping, I think, is a little bit more... It's like more nerve wracking for me because you're actually just jumping off, mm-hmm. versus like a plane. You kind of get scooted out the door. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you're already up here. Mm-hmm. You're going off. Yeah, you got to It's jump. not just like if you're at a bridge, you can just walk back off that bridge. I watch a lot. The plane, you're not gonna just go back down the plane. <laughs> I
0: watch a lot of bungee jumping videos, and they, uh, I like, I love the ones where the people like. <laughs> They try and jump, and they're like, they're like fuck it, I'm not going to do and like turn, <laughs> and try it. Try so and hard. grab something. Yeah, it's still falling. I think, I, I think that that might be the best way to bungee jump, though. I really yeah. do. Because <laughs> like, you like, actually... Commit and <laughs> <the> not <knock laughs> commit? You're <laughs> going to make it? Fall yeah, again. exactly. And then like, you're like, no, 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 no. Then you okay. you fall, but you're safe, right? Know so the, it's like, you
1: know, the Kiwis are the inventors of the bungee jump. It makes sense. Yeah.
0: Fucking Kiwis.
1: What's up with that whole... Ki- like
0: Kiwi-Australian fucking hatred of each other. It doesn't make know, any man. sense it's, to me. It's,
1: it's just like that Oregon-State-Oregon that that or Oregon rivalry. It's, it's, it's something about of, it. Like rugby you, know, rugby, you know, plays a big role into that, <laughs> obviously. Um, the huge rivalry. But at the same time, it's not as explosive as it is here in the United States. You know, those people it might be a big rivalry, but then you're going to the World Cup and you know New Zealand and Australia are playing each other, but then everyone's drinking together right before the game, tailgating together. You know, like not this huge separation where you get nasty fans. You know, it's it's more of like a it's like a healthy rivalry. I think
0: my favorite fan rivalry in all of college sports is Auburn, Alabama. I just lo- there's a, what is it the Rich Eisen something show. And they have, they just the calls that they get someone poisoned the fucking trees. <laughs> <laughs> that. It's a great rivalry game. <laughs> it's a great rivalry game. The fans are fantastic. Oh, Paul Paul Feinbaum, the Paul Feinbaum show. Like, I just rolled tide, baby. I just, I, I mean, I'm not really a, a fan either way. You went to, your dad worked at Auburn's here, War Eagle, but
1: I. Alabama's fun to watch. But.
0: Michigan, Ohio State used to be cool, but it's like Michigan's been down, so it's not it's been competitive in the past. USC, Notre Dame was also like that, but yeah. in, in the yeah. 2000s, when Reggie Bush was was reigning supreme, and then you had uh,
1: that that, te- that game when they played Texas was
0: that was one of the best games. That was one of ever. the best football games ever played, yeah. I think. And I also think that uh, the Notre Dame Michigan or Notre Dame USC game with the Bush push was also oh, one yeah. of the best games I've ever seen too. Charlie Weiss was the coach of uh, Notre Dame at that time, and he had Pete Carroll, and he just had he had Lyndell White and Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart. Um, Those
1: were the days. Was it we're Brady not, Quinn? Yes, I think Brady funny.
0: Quinn was playing quarterback. But he got fucked over in the league. I'll Don't talk go about Cleveland.
1: potential. Like that Ray, Reggie Bush man, he didn't do shit. No, you, that's not
0: fair. He actually had he a had pretty good. good, good he good. won a Super Bowl with the Saints.
1: Yeah, but uh, he was like the punt return man or kicker. He was
0: guy. like he was like a you he, know he's like a hybrid player, man. He played yeah. in the backfield. He he had a tough time. Running in between, that's oh, not. No, it's just, just the
1: hype so. coming out of. Oh, he's college. one of the greatest college players of all time. One of, of the greatest time. college running backs. It's. Not, it's not, a, I don't, don't. They shouldn't have stripped his fucking Heisman. I'll tell
0: you that. Oh, much. dude, don't even get me on that. I think that's
1: bullshit. You don't strip the player of the Heisman. It's, he's still the natural fucking athlete. Yeah.
0: No. I mean. Yeah. And they still like. Come on. Like the NCAA, fuck off! Like yeah, it's seriously, just, dude. Who wasn't paying players back then either? Like, give me a break. Well, I just interviewed a guy, Ron Thompson, who worked at uh, SMU, Southern Methodist University, as the yeah. death they penalty. A big, they had a big yeah, one. They got the death. He was, <laughs> yeah. dude. He was right in the middle of all that shit. He was he would he told us a story you know I have to listen to this show like he told us a story about the players getting cars I and mean, <laughs> they were handing them envelopes of cash for the amount of yards that they got like dude, it was a wild time and I think it's <laughs> I, I totally think it's dope to get well, paid
1: they should be there should be an incentive honestly there should be an incentive for yeah. them
0: and they, they're yeah. making enough money off of them I think they're getting paid now but I also want to say like if you're one of those guys that is like, you know what, they get, they get an education, fuck you and yeah come on if and, and also if you that same person that's like i, I totally wouldn't have taken that much dude oh, oh dude you take advantage off. i would
1: take you would have take advantage t- of the situation if you're a smart person you're gonna take that car especially when you come from a place that you're not gonna be able to afford a car yeah. you fucking take that car
0: even if fuck fuck <laughs> dude even if i came from a rich family and yeah. they offered me a fucking car dude i'm taking that, <laughs> shit. that get car. the fuck out of here yeah. Yeah, you're stupid not to yeah. Dude, yeah, what's the like, if you're going to go to the league all right? Yeah,
1: yeah no, matter, no what. matter
0: Let's just say you're going to go to the league no matter what. Or even if you're not. Maybe that's better argument if you're not going to mm-hmm. go to the league. You're going to get all this free shit yeah. for playing football? Dude. Anybody at 18 years old is going to do that. Yeah. And there's all sorts of ways. Like you could have an, you think you can semi have an agent as well, which though I would love to get one of those guys on the fucking show. Like, what is that like? How I have does really like their uncles? <laughs> no, I wouldn't want like, how do you become a, how do you become a professional sports agent? Like,
1: Dude, I feel like half of them are their friends. Are you I mean, like LeBron James? Is like his his managers is like buddy. I like think that's how he made becoming a managers because like his client was LeBron. Then yeah, had had, LeBron but how do you
0: negotiate that? Is it is it like you? Are the li- liaising? Because I'm obviously gonna want a lawyer. Like I think, I think you, you just gotta Bring have a their
1: lawyer. boys along, dude. And I'm like, you mean you've seen um, what's the, what's the show, show with The Rock? rock? Yeah, that uh, ballers. Ballers. It's like them. They have like his buddy. His boy is like his like semi-manager. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that's what kind of happens a lot is people bring their circle with them and one person kind of, like, oh, maybe it's you. So DeMarco
0: <laughs> just showed me only elite players can be represented by agents, but what is it, what qualifies elite? Like, that's a that's good, a good question. question. Like, what is an elite player? Because I definitely mm-hmm. knew some guys that had agents that weren't elite. That Fuck it, though. They actually made it to the league.
1: Yeah, like,
0: but I don't know from an offensive standpoint, that would be pretty easy, I guess, to determine, like based off of Stats, yards. Yeah. But, but and again, there's to certain so, positions. Like, would you monitor, like, if you're a tackle blocks, based yeah, off yeah. the number of knockdowns you get, like maybe how much playing time you're getting? Maybe if it's a process, I don't know, there's probably a pretty That's easy way to, de- to determine that. But, yeah, sports is so, sports, are. I love sports, man.
1: man me too. I'm a junkie, so much money in
0: it. This is probably going to be the first... One thing that I'm interested in is base, baseball's dying.
1: I mean, as a lacrosse player It's funny because when I was growing up, people, baseball players hate lacrosse players. They hate them. because everyone quits playing baseball and starts playing lacrosse because really? <laughs> it's more exciting. It's more fun. Well,
0: it's just a slow game. And yeah. no offense if you love baseball. Baseball is...
1: It's fun to get, to get out, out and watch a baseball game in person and drink a beer, but it's a it's a fucking slow game. It's really slow. I mean, slow. come on. If you're there, you're there to drink mm-hmm. a fucking beer on a nice day.
0: And then the like the changing of. I think they're they're changing some of the rules. Like you might not be able to change pitchers as often, or so there. I don't know. And I'm. Again, yeah, you'd, you might need to pull that up, but I think there, you might not be able to change pitchers as much, so you might have to have the same guy. You can only make a certain number of pitching changes, which would be dope.
1: I think they just introduced like instant replay too, and will be a couple years back or a few years back.
0: In an effort to reduce the number of pitching changes and, in turn, cut down on the average time per game, they may be able to institute a rule change beginning in 2020 that requires pitchers to either face a minimum of three batters in an appearance or pitch to the end of the half inning exceptions for injuries and illness. Well, that's interesting.
1: I don't see ba- I mean baseball is just so America's pastime, you know. It's like the same thing as cricket. It's boring as shit. but People still love it. I don't understand
0: cricket. I do not. Dude, can you make you can make a shit ton of money playing cricket, right?
1: I think so. I mean, it's you know, it's a global sport. does not that
0: shit last for? Cricket's
1: super fun, fun to play too, is- man. Like if you're just playing in the backyard, you don't need to have a big space like a baseball, you know, mm-hmm. field. It's like you can just have a couple of wickets. He's run back and forth. It's super easy.
0: India loves cricket. Yeah, Africa, real good, South good. Africa, I think, is a cricket yeah, team. South Africa's and, good. Uh, Do the English follow? Don't all, aren't, English is good. Aren't the, aren't, aren't the Aussies super into cricket as yeah. well?
1: Yeah. And same with the Kiwis. It, no, like, no, no shit. Same with everyone who's like really into rugby. It's like rugby and cricket go hand in hand together, I feel like.
0: No way. Hold on.
1: In- India is <laughs> really good at cricket, though. That's like their pride.
0: 43 hours and 16 minutes of play yeah. with yeah, 1,009... 181 runs being scored uh, over a spread of 12 days—the longest recorded game of cricket was the Test match between England and South Africa held in Durban. What? See,
1: that's another yeah. thing I was to say about baseball. baseball, cricket. Yeah. That, that's crazy. But even baseball—it's like, how long can a game yeah. go? You know, because you can go into extra innings.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the baseball games go over days too.
0: That's so nutty. Well, what is this? Oh, how long is the cr- three and a half hours? A Typical match is scheduled. Oh, that's. Over 50 innings? I need to look up the rules. Sorry if DeMartin's feeding me. I don't know the rules
1: each. of cricket, to be honest with you. I know, like, the, the concept of You've played, it. Have you played before. it before? Yeah. I mean, we'd play it at Christmas. When we'd go back to New Zealand, we'd set up a cricket, you know, thing in the backyard. And you got a flat bat. But it's not like, we didn't play, like, exact rules of cricket, you know. We're just playing general idea.
0: <laughs> I'm a croquet man myself. That's what it's about. Croquet. Croquet, bro. Have you ever played bocce ball?
1: Yeah, yeah. bocce ball's fun.
0: I haven't played that game in years. It's been a while. I played that. Bowling?
1: Bowling Bowling is fun. Dude, I suck at bowling. Bowling Bowling is is like fun when you got to get fucked up to go bowling.
0: (laughs) I think that's (laughs) What is it? Cosmic bowling?
1: Yeah. Yeah, That's a good time.
0: I would never join a, a bowling league, though.
1: I don't know, man. Boy, right. <laughs> get, get a little older, get a little, <laughs> you get a little, little bored. Bowling doesn't sound half bad.
0: That's, just unless I, the, the best bowling movie of all time was Kingpin. Kingpin, that's a good one. That's that's probably one of my. Hey, did you have you guys been to the movies? No. Are they open? Yeah, they're open now. I went to Vancouver to go see Tenant. Hmm. So they're they're slowly opening up the movie theaters, and it's. It's kind of glorious.
1: Yeah. yeah, that is nice. I love going to movie theaters. Yeah, that's
0: one thing I miss, and I just like they just opened them like a few weeks ago. I've been dying to see that uh, new the Tenant film. It was uh, it was it was confusing.
1: What's that? What's that? That's um, I don't think I've seen the commercial.
0: Though. It's the you probably have, but I'll, I'll I'll show you after this cast. But yeah, man, it's uh it's a fantastic film, man. So it just dude... Um, I, I think that it's gonna be. I'm excited for. Hopefully the end of the roan. I'm predicting it right now by June. It's going to be all, it's all going to be smooth
1: sailing. I'm hoping so, man. I mean, I think 2022, that's my, I think towards the end of 2021, yes. But I just want 2022 to be a covid free year but then we'll probably get another pandemic so
0: don't be negative <laughs> john clayton they just,
1: they just get, get the diseases get smarter, get smarter and smarter man <laughs> they're
0: adapting <laughs> it absolutely is. absolutely well brother that's uh it's been about an hour i really appreciate you coming on the show man it was fun i'll have dude, i'll have you back anytime and i guess for the listener your your hot take for the week is the sun's gonna rise tomorrow uh, if you uh if you're a little bit leftward thinking, it's been a good fucking few days for you. And congratulations. If you're on the right, the sun's going to rise as well. I know it sucks for you that your, your main man didn't lead, but it's all going to be good. Like historically, I think the economy's going to be fine. And we all just need to love each other. Let's love each other a little bit more and fight a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Brooks out.